Good morning, and welcome to another episode of BMS, Bible Made Simple. I am your host, Pastor Dr. Yvonne Scott Miller. The Bible is a wonderful book. It is a book full of types and shadows. Types and shadows. What is a type? Write this down. A type is a historical fact that illustrates a spiritual truth. A type is an historical fact that illustrates a spiritual truth. The Old Testament, the Bible, is full of types and shadows. Type, when the children of Israel were led by Moses to the Red Sea, they were being chased by Pharaoh, and they had to cross the Red Sea to get to the other side, to get to freedom, to get to a new birth. That's a type of baptism. When they cross from Egypt into the other side, which we know now to be Israel, they crossed over and were baptized and became new creatures. They became free. They became a new man. The crossing of the Red Sea was a type of baptism. When the priests would sacrifice on the Day of Atonement, the Holy Day of Atonement, the priest would prepare himself and they would sacrifice a lamb without spot or blemish and he would take it that one day into the Holy of Holies and sacrifice it on behalf of the sins of the, the people, the sins of the children of Israel. That's a type of blood sacrifice we would know as Jesus. It was a historical fact that illustrates a spiritual truth. That lamb being sacrificed was the lamb of Jesus being sacrificed. That lamb was a type of Jesus' sacrifice. And because of it, that lamb, on that day, on that day of atonement, the children of Israel would be forgiven. Because of what Jesus would do, we would be forgiven. It's a type. When we look at, um, uh, let's say, the other types and shadows in the Bible, there's so many of them. If we look at, say, the incense that are burnt in the taber- in the tabernacle, Exodus 30 and 1, then we learn in Revelations 5 and 8 that the incense represent the type of prayers that go up to heaven. The incense are a sweet-smelling savor that go up to heaven. And in Revelations 5 and 8, we learn that prayers are the incense that go up to heaven. When we look at the fine linen, that uh, the fine white linen that the priests would wear, the priestly garments of Exodus 28 and 5, when we look at Revelations 19 and 8, we say that we see that those that fine white linen represents the righteousness of God's children, the righteous acts of God's children. 
when we look at the water in the temple, the, the priests would have to cleanse themselves with the water as they entered the tap into the temple in Exodus 29 and 4. The water would be there to purify them and to cleanse them. The water was a type of Holy Spirit who would cleanse us, purify us. The Word of God in Ephesians 5 and 26 says that we are cleansed by the washing of water, by the Word. The water is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our sanctifier. It's our purifier. There are types all throughout the Bible. Again, a type is an historical fact that illustrates a spiritual truth. A historical fact that illustrates a spiritual truth. Then what's a shadow, Pastor Yvonne? A shadow, if you're standing in the sun, you look at behind you, you'll see that shadow. The shadow is a hint of Yvonne, but it's not Yvonne. So a shadow is a hint of a man, but it's not the man himself. In biblical principles, the shadows of the Bible hint at Jesus Christ, Jesus the Christ, but they're not Jesus. From Genesis to Malachi, Old Testament, we see hints of Jesus, but they're not Jesus. When we look at Adam, Adam is a shadow of Jesus. Both entered the world through a special act of God, not by natural means. Both came into this world as sinless creations of God, not by natural means. When we look at Melchizedek, Melchizedek was the priest who had no beginning, had no end. They they gave no lineage to him, but he was the king of Salem that Abraham gave the first tithe to. And the book in Hebrews 7 says that Jesus is like Melchizedek. He will have no beginning lineage, but he's the priest forever, a priest forever, the king of righteousness. Joseph in Genesis is a shadow of Jesus. It, he hints at Jesus, but he's not Jesus. Joseph was hated by his brothers. Jesus was hated by Israel. Jesus, Joseph was rejected. Joseph, they, they conspired to kill him. Joseph was a shadow of Jesus. Joseph would, Joseph would later be used to save his people from famine. Jesus is our Savior. We look at Exodus. We look at Moses. Moses is a shadow of Jesus. He is both a king, a priest, and a prophet. And so is our Lord. So from Genesis to Malachi, we see shadows of Jesus. 
when we go to the the book of the prophets beginning at Isaiah and Malachi, they don't necessarily produce a man that is the shadow, but their prophecy of the shadow hints to Jesus. Isaiah calls him Emmanuel, God with us. Zechariah calls him so many different things. And then Malachi talks about his second coming, his second advent. He prophesies of the shadow of the man to come in Malachi 3. So so when you look at the Bible, don't just look at it as a historical book. It's a book of types, spiritual truths, historical facts that illustrate a spiritual truth. It's a book of shadows. Every book in the Old Testament should hint at Jesus, either by showing us a man who did what Jesus would do, or by prophesying his coming, as in the book of the prophets. Today I'm led to Luke, the 23rd chapter. Luke, the 23rd chapter, is a book of, or a section of type and shadow that every Christian should know. You say, how, how, can, how can it be a shadow of Jesus? Because once Jesus gets here, he's no longer a shadow. Once Christ comes, he's no longer a shadow. He's the real deal. So, so, so Pastor Yvonne, how can you say that Luke 23 is a book of type and shadow that we should all know? Because it's not a shadow of Jesus, it's Jesus. Listen to me and follow with me as I read to you Luke, the 23rd chapter, beginning at the 13th verse. It's not just an Easter sermon book. It's a book of a type and shadow that we all should know. Luke, the 23rd chapter, beginning at the 13th verse, reads, And Pilate, when he had called together the chief priests and the rulers of the people, said unto him, Ye have brought this man unto me as one that that perverteth the people. And behold, I have examined him before you, have found no fault in this man, touching those things wherein ye accuse him. No, not yet, no, nor yet Herod. For I have sent you to him, and lo, nothing worthy of death is done unto him. I will therefore chasten him and release him. For of necessity, he must release one unto them at the feast. 18 verse. And they cried out, all at once saying, Away with this man, and release unto us Barabbas, who for a certain sedition made in the city, and for murder was cast into prison. Pilate therefore willing to release Jesus, spake again to them, 
But they cried again, crucify him, crucify him. 22nd. And he said unto them the third time, Why? What evil hath he done? I have found no cause of death in him. I will therefore chasten him and let him go. And they were instant with loud voices, requiring that he might be crucified. And the voices of them and of the chief priests prevailed. And Pilate gave sentence that he should be as they required. And he released unto them him that for sedition and murder was cast into prison, whom they had desired, but he delivered Jesus to their will. I read Luke 23rd chapter 13 to 25th verse. This section is a type and a shadow that every Christian should be mindful of. No, Jesus is not the shadow. In this book, Jesus is the type. Jesus is not the shadow in this section. Jesus is the type. A type, again, is a historical fact that illustrates a spiritual truth. Jesus historically is true. He was the Son of God. He was Emmanuel, God with us, sent down to redeem man. He is the truth. But in this place, the truth of his spirituality is echoed in John 3.16. That if we will believe the history of what was done on that day, if we will believe the history of the cross, then God, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. If we will believe in the history of what God, what Jesus did, then we shall be spiritually free. We'll be spiritually saved on that day. We will be spiritually redeemed if we will believe that Jesus is our blood sacrifice. If we will accept Jesus as our Savior and our Lord. If we will believe that history took place and that he is who he says he is. Then we will be spiritually free. Well, Pastor Yvonne, if Jesus is the type, then who is the shadow? A shadow is a hint of a man, not the man himself. My brothers and sisters, Barabbas is the shadow. He is a hint of you and I. Barabbas is the shadow. He is the hint of you and I. We were born into sin. We were born into 
a world full of sin. We were we came to Jesus as sinful creatures. Some of us may not have been murderers. We not may not have been thieves. But our heart may have been our stony heart. Our heart may have been full of unforgiveness. We may have been promiscuous. We may have been drunkards. We may have been into alcohol and drugs. We may have just been evil-spirited. Barabbas is the shadow of me. Barabbas is the shadow of you. And I, 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 I hear the people... I see in the spirit the angels saying, give us Yvonne, give us Yvonne, give us Yvonne. And Jesus saying, if she will just believe what I did, then I will make her spiritually free. Today, if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, then you are Barabbas. You are a sinner that has not yet accepted Jesus as your Savior. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Savior, then you are still living in sin. You are still damned to hell. You are still lost without a hope for a heavenly and an eternal tomorrow. I stand as the people, the people who cried, Barabbas, give us Barabbas. I stand as the angel God saying, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Accept what Jesus did for you. He is your type. He is your savior. He is your kinsman redeemer that is spoken of in in the book of, of, of Ruth. He is your intercessor like Esther in the book of Esther who pleaded for the life of the children of Israel. Jesus paid the price so that you might have eternal life. So I call, give him you. Give him you. So that you can be free. Jesus is our eternal type. And he's calling on all the shadows of Barabbas. Come home. Come home. And if you will simply say, I am a Barabbas, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I want to accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me of my sins. Make me anew. If you will simply repeat that prayer with me today, then you are now saved. And you will experience the spiritual truth of eternal life in heaven. 
with Jesus the Christ and our Father God. Remember Luke 23. Remember no more as a simple Easter sermon. But remember that you once were Barabbas, but now you are free because of the blood on Calvary's cross. Amen. Amen. Go out today. Find someone who needs to be free. You be those who cry, give us Barabbas, and tell someone about Jesus. Because that's why you got free. To be a spiritual truth. To be a type of Jesus. You are free now. So that you can go out and free someone else. You are called now to be an evangelist to the nations. You are called now to be the, the witness of the witness that lives inside of you. Greater things will he do because now his works are multiplied because his works and his spirit resides in you. Go out today. Find a Barabbas and say, give him you. Give him you. Give him you. In Jesus' name, until we meet again, go find a Barabbas. Amen, amen, and amen.